0: what is up everyone welcome to another edition of teddy what can't we stop doing
1: can't stop snapping we've got an awesome episode for you guys looking at the recent release of Master. looking ahead to beta ray bill and the, the metas back to being one of the most open fun metas that we've seen now that the oppressor of blob is gone so yeah. brad what have you been? What have you been jamming on the card tables recently?
0: Yeah, so uh, it was weird because, like, when the blob change happened, um, a you see a lot less blob. I still see him occasionally, right? Yeah, that's and the thing. Is he... He's
1: not completely killed the way that they've right. killed some other cards. He's Thanos is still just a good deck. Honestly, you could still just play that.
0: Yeah, and then especially looking forward to next month. uh, Thanos will continue being a pretty pretty solid deck, um, especially with Blob. Even so, but yeah, is Call
1: Obsidian actually helping him? I guess that's a tangent conversation. I don't know. I don't know. Depends on what else is in
0: the deck because uh, I I played today on stream this really weird. um, uh, It's like just big stuff deck. It's running like just big statted cards and like a blob, but also like a little bit destroyer stuff with like Warpath, Destroyer, Armor, Cosmo, that kind of thing. And I was running Blob, and uh, oftentimes I'm looking at what's left in my deck, and Blob's either going to be 18 or 25 is essentially how I would look at it. And I'm like, all right, those are fine. So I think Co-Obsidian just kind of does that still, that same thing. Um, But yeah, you could still play Blob. But otherwise, I've been playing um, a lot of uh, various things, just trying stuff out. Uh, we've played some Darkhawk, Annihilus uh, junk stuff, which I think is still the best marriage of Darkhawk lists. I Ooh, have really? tried the traditional, just well, traditional, but Zabu Korg, Rock uh, Black uh, Widow, um, and then you have things like Miss Marvel, uh, yep. Shang-Chi, of course. And yep. then you look at like your Doctor and Legion, Doom top end. That's
1: my list. Yeah. Legion, Legion is just Dr. Doom. Robin Cubes, man. He's the reason that deck's doing so well for me.
0: I've tried that exact list pretty much, right? And Legion yeah. is still awesome. I just feel like Doctor Doom almost doesn't cut it anymore unless you're actively doing something to. Guarantee one of these bots wins you that next lane, like a storm, like 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 the lockdown oh, yeah. list that's, that's running like that's Jessica my other Jones deck and, and right stuff. Now is
1: literally that deck where I have Wave, mm-hmm. um, Doctor Doom, Elith, Miss Marvel, Storm, oh, and okay. you just like lock it up.
0: Yeah, and like unless you're doing something like that to really you know proactively set up for a great Doctor Doom later, I feel like the days of Doctor Doom just being the card you throw into a deck like a dark Hawk list doesn't feel like enough anymore. So I always feel like really underwhelmed by that. That's why I've flipped over. And also, by the way, that same list with like Miss Marvel, stuff like that, when you don't draw Darkhawk and you're like, wow, yeah. my plan B is just Miss Marvel, Doctor Doom, and hope that's enough is how it feels with a bunch of like Rockside side core and stuff like that. Where the other version that I've been playing with Annihilus it feels so much better I, I can hood into a demon i can be willing to throw the right lane pretty easily if i don't draw into annihilus sentry still a 410 in his own right like yeah. i'm not i don't feel like did i draw the right half of my deck half the time right i feel like i just drew cards that can do things and sometimes i draw the dark Hawk stuff sometimes i draw the annihilus stuff a mixture of both and it ends up working out like that's why i, I like that one the most but but what even play
1: so I've been doing the Hawk. I've been playing some Loki. I've been playing that mm, Tempo, Miss mm. Marvel, Alioth, which I think Alioth is really good right now. Um, and I haven't done too much Thanos. I burned myself out on Thanos pretty hard. Yeah, I tried bounce a little bit on the back of Grandmaster. And I mean, I love the archetype, but I think that it wasn't quite jiving with me, at least not the way that it used to. I do have a sick... Renslayer hawk deck that brings in Iron Man that's super fun, like it, it absolutely folds to any kind of ongoing hate. Um, right. but otherwise, it's it's fun.
0: Uh, let me see. Yeah, these are some decks that I played. I was, uh,
1: here's, I was shocked that Black here's Knight, at least in my meta pocket, has not uh-huh. uh catapulted ahead because I think that Black Knight Sarah control hybrid is yeah. so dang good.
0: Yeah, I really like that version more so than like if you look at um, Untapped in general, the top Black Knight one is the Hella one with like, you know, uh, oh. Black Cat and like just all your yeah. other big stuff.
1: I think that's an Dude. element of the meta upheaval following a big patch and less mm. like how good that deck really is.
0: Yeah, uh, I did, this deck I did not like. So we were trying some Grandmaster stuff. Uh, okay, <laughs> um,
1: Where's on now?
0: I, okay. Yeah, the Grandmaster on like a cheated out Doctor Doom
1: is really cute. But right. um Yeah, I, I been didn't rough. like
0: this. <clears throat> I did a uh, I did have a clip, I'll see if I can find it in a bit, where I did manage to get the Grandmaster on a Life uh play. And oh, it was cool. it felt funny. Like it was great. They immediately retreated afterwards. Um <laughs> but it's just like it it shouldn't be your main game plan like your main plan like this version of the list that I was trying from someone it's from uh, KM Worst by the way um, over on Twitter it's just very much like you gotta get priority you gotta ramp into Doctor Doom or somehow with Wave or Sarah and then just Grandmaster I think that's the wrong way to do it it's also that kind of list feels like you're trying to build around Grandmaster rather than slot Grandmaster into a deck um now for those have of you, you see this, seen for, have ahead. you
1: seen Galen's psycho sarah control deck that's using grandmaster i have not the guy is playing um kitty pride and luke cage in this sarah control deck but he looks to be able to double shang or double enchantress off of a grandmaster like final turn flip and if it hits it is it's a gut punch are like, oh that, yeah, i got too many threats. Fun. You don't have enough threats if Grandmaster is making <laughs> Shang-Chi go twice.
0: So, here, let me actually go back to regular untapped here.
1: I think his sauce is looking to up. shut up Thanos because he can, with the energy cheats of like Zabu Sarah, play an Enchantress to kill Kyera and then double Shang-Chi lanes through the Shang-Chi Grandmaster and just mm-hmm.
0: wreck Thanos. Okay, so I want to talk about Grandmaster really quick because we want to look at yep. this card for how it is right now. Right. As you can see on Untapped, and I see a lot of people on my feed on Twitter being like, look at how bad these Grandmaster lists are. This card is atrocious. It's bad. It's garbage. The best one is this Dark Oculus you see to the left. Okay. Teddy, I'm getting on my soapbox, all right? So bear with me. All right. Yep. The reason Grandmaster is viewed as being mid right now, also on stream... About two hours before Grandmaster drop, I told my chat, I was like, be ready for people to say this card's mid and this card is bad because it's going to have one of the higher skill ceilings of any card we've ever seen. And that's 100%. why you see all of these like poor showings. I'll give you the best scenario. I'll give you the greatest explanation for both these. Let's look at the Darkhawk list. You have Korg. You have Ironheart. This Ravona Ironheart thing is just too cute. I don't agree with that, but whatever. twist their own. But you have Korg. Yeah. You have Ironheart. You have Black Widow and Rock Slide as your main on reveals. So yes, if you're a real man, speaking, you should run Morph. Yeah. Technically speaking, Iron Lad is an on reveal. And you might hit Rock or any of these other ones. But more often than not, yeah. you're hitting your ongoing stuff.
1: So Honestly, the best thing to hit with Grandmaster is Black uh, Widow. Right. Yeah.
0: So let's look at these four cards. Korg, Rock Slide, Black Widow all essentially achieve the same thing in the deck. Yep. Yeah. And then there's Iron Heart, which is just stats. So not only are there only four real targets for Grandmaster, they're not really that hard to consider of which one you hit. Yep. Like, there's not a lot of thinking involved. You just play Grandmaster on one of these, and you're pretty happy. I would love to have... Whenever you see Kamrataj, for example, Rock Slide, four Rocks, Sweet you're happy yep. that's why he has solid cube solid win rate comparatively now let's look at the bounce list let's look at the bounce list now. Grandmaster, let me paint you some pictures here. In the bounces, you can go hood on one, Grandmaster on two. You get double demon. Oh, cool. Yep. Well, what bad. about the turns in which you go bass early and then you draw into Iron Man? And you're like, fuck, I wanted that. Oh, I can Grandmaster the bass to get Iron Man and get an extra of juice going, or yep. I can hit Monkey Mysterio on five, Grandmaster Hit Monkey plus something else on six. I can double bounce monkey, stuff with my Falcon. Beast. Yep, I can bounce stuff with Falcon or Beast and then Grandmaster and then maneuver it away where they have stuff in the middle and get another bounce out of it, more cost reduction with Beast. You have and that's not even talking about Nico stuff for Hawkeye. You have so yep. many lines, so many possibilities with Grandmaster. It is very easy to choose the wrong one that loses you the game. These minute decision makings, these minute little changes of your lines and your strategy can make all the difference in a deck that's already, without Grandmaster even showing up, being one of the hardest decks in the game to play. Meanwhile, I just think yeah. these Wong, Tiger stuff, I think these are just bad decks. That's yeah. that's it. I think they're I mean, just mediocre it's decks. It's
1: fun, but I don't think it's going to really stick. But yeah, like even Lambie who I believe that's Lambie's list in Bounce, doesn't want to play yeah. that deck for hours at a time. He says it hurts his brain. And so, like, if yeah. the most cerebral, intelligent player in Snap or one of them gets brain fatigue playing that deck, like, what am I going to do with it? Well, I'm going to lose cubes, probably. <laughs>
0: exactly. Like, it people need to understand, like, you have to take these with a grain of salt. And... You have to look at this in the same way you look at like sports. The yeah, stat yeah. sheet will show you one thing, but watching right. the tape of how the actual person performed in the game and the context behind what happened can change mm. your entire outlook of how their performance was.
1: It could is be, it regular it could season a, Mahomes or is it playoff Mahomes?
0: <laughs> or a great example is the most recent Baker Mayfield against the Lions. Big show. He had those he had those two picks. Uh, one of them was a tip pick. Another one was a really great diving effort. Uh, not the greatest pass by him, in all honesty, but great diving effort played by the defenseman at the end of the game. You look at the stash, you're like, wow, Baker stunk it up. But he was the whole reason the Bucks were in that game. Yeah. I'm sorry if we alienated people in our audience that aren't sports ball people, but trying to provide some context for those who are so... I think Grandmaster is good. I think Grandmaster is a card that has a very high skill ceiling. I think he's a card that you probably should invest into uh, just because yeah. 75, 80% of the game are on reveals and that's going to continue moving forward.
1: Oh, yeah. It's really interesting because, like, Renslayer was this card that was, like, lackluster first showing mm-hmm. and then was, like, but guys, it's really an investment because they're going to inevitably release more cards that synergize with her. And here we get yep. Grandmaster who synergizes with her, but he's also a card that it's like, all right, guys, he might not be the best right now, but in the future, <laughs> he could get even... And so it's just going to keep on stacking. It's going to hit critical mass at some point. We promise you, invest in crypto. All right, we set up this new crypto. <laughs> if you get in now... Uh, but honestly, next week, Master is looking way better with Beta Ray Bill. I agree. The fact that you could... In the Lockjaw deck, have an unrevealed surface from Lockjaw, play Grandmaster to pull the card out of the Lockjaw lane and then still exchange Grandmaster for something else. Seems fantastic. This is spicy. Oh, yeah. I think think
0: this one right here. Yeah, I think the debris stuff is a bit too cute. I think you can get away with just doing your regular Haivo stuff and just having... I also I actually like Grandmaster. I've been playing, like I said, Grandmaster in uh let me go back in this list. Uh where where are we at? This one right here. Uh worth noting that this oh my goodness list, uh if you look at the uh the games and the win rate and stuff like that, it's not accurate because I played like fifteen ish games when this was a completely different list and I just pasted into that same list to change it to this dark, yeah. dark list. So Stat trackers uh, not... aren't perfect. They're, they're not. Uh, do you have any luck
1: I, with untapped on your mobile? No. Yeah, I haven't either. So I'm like, ah, there's like all these stats. I'm a I'm a stat analyst at heart.
0: Right. It's nice to just kind of look and see what you got going on. But I mean, yeah. this, again, hitting a hood, getting a double demon. I, yeah. I, I did that plenty of times. Turn one hood, turn two grandmasters because I had nothing else to do. I and mean, I listen, was like, you could
1: either have a negative three body on the board or a a zero body on the board for the hood in hand it's like
0: yeah i'll take the hood in hand With right a demon and hand. like just grandmaster on korg or rock or black widow's good um it's great when you go uh <laughs> when you go um iron lad, like zabu iron lad hit black widow play black widow grandmaster black widow <laughs> your opponent just yeah. has yeah. no chance like exactly. that's fun. that's
1: amazing what do you think and- of grandmaster and destroy because having the duplication on destroy effects is like everything that deck needs. But at the same time, so... it has such a plethora of like other cards that you can crank out. It's it's not too bad. I was trying a Nimrod deck a little bit, kind of on the recommendation of my chat. Mm-hmm. I did hit once, because if you magic, you can off of your Nimrods play Venom, Carnage, and Grandmaster. Which leads to an obscene bloat in your stats. You can do nothing early game, and then come out with this combo at the end, and still be in a position to win.
0: Yeah, um, I, I so I did try it briefly uh, in uh, in Destroy. So the one you see on screen, it didn't have Zola, and it didn't have Wolverine. It had Dakin and Grandmaster. Oh, also didn't have Nola. Had Taskmaster for the all-in-on Deadpool okay. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and honestly I would sometimes Grandmaster Dakin and just sure. like get extra shards and stuff I think Dakin's really underrated in Destroy it's just Destroy is one well, of especially those tighter if you're getting lists double shards. exactly Destroy is one of those tighter lists which is really difficult too but I, I, I didn't mind him in Destroy at all like I thought he was pretty solid especially being able, you only have three cards that destroy things uh, so being able to get them going again uh, just to get that extra Deadpool hit or whatever uh, going into turn six is uh, is pretty nice.
1: Yeah, that's why I've always kind of wondered if Absorbing Man would come into the deck. I also had someone in chat who was running like that uh, bounce move deck, but they brought in Miles. Grandmaster gives you a way to trigger Miles, which is kind of
0: cute. Mm. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. There's so much potential between the moving and the repeating abilities. And then his stat line is so interesting as well. Good in negative, good with Renslayer, but also just cheap enough to work in all over the place. Right. So I think the the future is bright for Grandmaster.
0: And yes, there's a lot of lists that we just did not do well. <laughs> um, like losing... Again, the cube thing is one thing because I... And on ladder post evident, I don't really care too much. I just snap or just don't snap and stay in. Um, but yeah, like there's there's some idea or thought. Uh, also, this is my newest, my current version iteration of Purple People Eaters. Uh, so that one's been good. And of course, yep. Loki's been really good. This is Prashan's list for Loki. Um, yeah,
1: the new Elioth and Loki is just gross.
0: Right. Oh, and then this is fun too. The the bounce sort of junk. It's not even bounce, it's just the werewolf,
1: werewolf junk, junk thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the yellow jacket a, tricks. Yep. To kind of like make your uh your stuff a little bit better to send over. Um I don't know. I, I'm really and excited, still move werewolf. yeah. As we I, I think werewolf is still pretty good. Um really excited to see where things move forward. Um as we uh as Grandmaster gets a bit older. But of course, it's not just Grandmaster that we have to evaluate with every on reveal. You have to look at the future. And it's Beta Ray Bill. And this card is so cool. I this cannot card. wait. It's, it's the one I've been most excited for for this month.
1: Yeah. I have been as well. I mean, I was very excited for Grandmaster. He hit the ground a little flatter than I wanted him to, Um, but I've definitely been holding out on Beta Ray Bill just being really cool. And he's, I'm hoping, going to revive a deck that had been really popular, that Thor Lockjaw. It was paired with High Evolutionary when Hulk was just disgusting before, but we've got some pretty powerhouse cards to go with it now. I think Beta Ray Bill is going to bring the deck roaring back. So Beta Ray Bill is just... More expensive Thor. He's a 4-6 at start, and he creates Stormbreaker and puts it into the deck, the same as Thor would put Mjolnir into the deck. Stormbreaker, though, is a better hammer. It's a free card. One power on reveal. Double Beta Ray Bill's power. So instead of adding a flat amount, you're getting the doubling, which means you are, on one hand, susceptible, doubly susceptible to debuffs, but also right. doubly beneficial from buffs. And if you can get multiple activations, like the Odin that will always run in this deck, uh Beta Ray Bill becomes a twenty-four power card, my friends. The twenty-four power card. <laughs> it's and that's really good.
0: before consideration of you know Killmonger Nova <laughs> stuff, Forge, um, yeah. Nakia, Okoye, all that stuff. Like there's there could be more fun to have or be yes. had with uh with beta.
1: Seems like this deck is gonna be amazing. So right now, Lockjaw decks are gonna run uh, blob do you run blob if you're packing thor and beta ray <sighs> um i feel like you almost don't because he could just eat like if he comes up early he could just consume the hammers um and not really just really benefit. bad
0: yeah um i mean he's not as much of a death sentence uh in his current iteration because he only eats likely the first few based on how you construct right. your deck. Uh, but there is a chance that, you know, because they get shuffled in, that you could have those those hammers sitting right on top. And he's like yum, 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 yum. And you're like, where and then you play Jane, you're like, where's my hammers go? Yeah. Uh I do like oh, this deck. other this other version right here, even though it has low game volume. Um actually this one. Yeah, this one right here looks like the best. You got the She Hulk stuff. You got regular Hulk this feels like they forgot to put High Evo in this list uh, with the Hulk. With the
1: Wasp, Hulk. Yeah, it kind of does feel that way, just looking wouldn't at you, it. Wouldn't the... you
0: want something else than Hulk? other than Hulk at that point? Like oh, a... 100%. If you're
1: not running High Evolutionary, do not run Hulk. You could run right. a number of other better cards, like run Giganto, please. Um, yeah. Just more raw power. You could run... Um, the, the interesting thing here is, right, Kyara is not going to protect Beta Ray or Thor and so when the weapons come up early they are shang targets um if you're able to hold back until the end you can play the initiative game and then still try and be able to uh to get around shang but if they do surface early which is a little bit inevitable with lockjaw happening um they're going to be vulnerable you could run some protection if you wanted in the form of armor or cosmo instead of the Kyera, or you could just keep running her to be able to protect your big six drops
0: that might be fine um yeah, because like you'd want to. Oh man, the, the Lockjaw decks. I remember when like Haivo first came out and they were just, like you mentioned, like they were just the best thing to be doing. Yeah. And it felt unfair. It and was. even though the way the deck still functions is mostly the same, it's the two hits of power taken away off of Wasp. Um, now down to one. It's it's the Hulk growing only in hand or on board instead of anywhere in the deck. Like it's that kind of stuff. It makes these a lot worse. Though, Scar is a nice inclusion for these lists because exactly if you're able to drop like you know because there there will be turns where you have Lockjaw uh, and then you play like Wasp into um, like uh, Beta right over there yeah. on the side and then the next draw is going to be Stormbreaker, and now you just have a 4-cost Scar, potentially, and that's without hitting your high rolls on Lockjaw Lanes itself. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, that's... It's it's really good, to the point of, like, are you going to cut Scar, or are you going to cut She-Hulk out of this deck? Like, where do you run Beta Ray? Who who gets cut? You've got, like, Kyera, Jubilee, She-Hulk, and Scar, and Hulk that are all on the chopping block. Everything else is very core. I could
0: i could see you just cutting this hulk yeah i, I think i think and four
1: she hulk scar
0: yeah and i think four really big cards you can ramp into a 10 and 11 a 12 and a 20 yeah um while also like basically making three out of the four playable on six for you um pretty easily Infinite, your super omega high roll right yeah um And I guess there could be games where you have infinite hand and you just pass and you can go, you know, Stormbreaker, Mjolnir kind of stuff. But I think you're fine with just having, because you have to remember, you may be losing technically a a high roll six drop out of a lockjaw lane or something like that by losing this Hulk or whatever it would be, like a Giganto, right? But you are gaining, uh, A, another four drop other than Jubilee. So those games where you don't have Jubilee on four, especially if you don't have Lockjaw on three, um, feel a lot better. Uh, so it makes your curve a bit better uh, distributed. Um, and B is just like you're having a potentially 12 uh, a twelve power, uh, whatever. Now, here's the thing with Lockjaw, because we did talk about the really cool line of just going, uh, you know, thor into beta into jane into odin
1: yes you also have to run odin here so you are cutting another card do you
0: do you have to run odin is the question yes Mm
1: -hmm. that's plan b because if you don't get lockjaw fair the deck is gonna fold if you don't have odin i think
0: okay then do we just cut the sunspot and say we're all in on uh on that idea
1: yeah, I don't know exactly what sunspots doing here. Actually, now that I'm looking it's, at it's it, for obviously the it's synergy with the She-Hulk, right? Yeah. But, um What if that just became? I mean, it was Spider Ham back when the deck was disgusting.
0: I think it's been sunspots a, a lot one, too. That's
1: why you get a one drop that you can also just feed the lockjaw with, outside of the freebie. So I think that's actually pretty important.
0: Yeah. Do you you take Jubilee
1: uh, or do you take Dracula?
0: I like Jubilee better than Dracula. Okay,
1: because that can also feed the lockjaw. It's a good, it's a good line for sure. Respect. Now, if we're running Odin, do we run Doom?
0: I mean, you can throw Odin onto a uh, lockjaw lane if you have Doom on it already and you're ramped it out, right? So, like that. Yeah, that makes me like how I said earlier, where I don't feel like. Doom is the best thing you could be doing uh, anymore when it comes to, like, uh, Dark Hawk lists. Yeah. This way, it feels a bit better because you have the chance of doubling it. I don't know. It's really it tough to gives figure you a out. a
1: little bit, like, the deck is lacking flexibility in getting to in, into locations that are closed off. You have nothing to do that, and so... Doctor Doom gives you that. You could also run something that's location interaction, like, heck, you could just run Quake. Quake's good enough to play in just about anything. Then you have something that's lower curve, could also feed the lockjaw, can mess up the locations for opponents. I don't know. You get some flexibility there.
0: Is there any idea to doing this lockjaw idea with a, a Thanos deck and doing Thor, Thanos stuff? <sighs> Because my thinking is. It's dangerous
1: because Thanos, unless. Like, Thanos on average still ends the game with more cards in deck, so you have a lower chance of being able to actually get the weapons back. And the deck really thrives on play Thor, draw Mjolnir mid game, cycle Mjolnir on Lockjaw, then play Jane, get it back. Like, that's where you're snapping, right? When you have high rolls
0: like that. There's also the consideration of, like, do you just go omega oh, greedy? Because, well, actually, hold on, maybe it's not greedy. Because... I love um, that
1: um, Spider-Man 2099 is just my default go-to for all these cards that are, like, as a placeholder. Because you're never actually going to play him. But he's also the matching stat line <laughs> right. for, like, a bunch of these. It was Hercules, and now it is uh Beta Ray Bill.
0: Do you cut Kyera? Not because I, she's not I actually valuable. did
1: just in this little build that I made. All right, because my let me thinking let me show you the snip.
0: Yeah, my thinking is that um, if you're having a balance between both Thor and Beta Ray Bill as growable threats that are like, you know, they're not going to Shang Chi those most likely because there's a risk that like if the, if you didn't play Jane that um, they, they whiff and you didn't actually have the Mule and Nero, the Stormbreaker. Whereas if I have a Magneto on board, an Infinite on board, or whatever, they're going to take the guaranteed hit and play it on that. So you can disperse your power pretty effectively with Thor and uh, Beta uh, outside of the Lockjaw lane that you just high roll into big stuff. So maybe is not as necessary.
1: Yeah, it's interesting with both Thor and Beta Ray... <laughs> I feel like it's actually too slow to try and go like Lockjaw, Thor, and Beta Ray. Once you have, you're going to have to start picking and choosing. Like, when do you develop Lockjaw? Because my golden rule used to be, if I had both in hand, I would always play Thor first. Because it gave you the extra chance to draw the hammer. But if I have Thor, Beta Ray, and Lockjaw, do I do better playing Thor and then Beta Ray? Or do I do better playing Lockjaw and then Beta Ray? Or is it Thor and then Lockjaw? Like, what what is the golden path?
0: Yeah, so this is the one you just cooked up with Spider-Ham and yeah. Wasp as your early interaction, or Ham as your early interaction, uh, yep. Lockjaw into Thor, into Jubil- uh, Jubilee, and then there is Spider-Man 29, which is just Beta Ray Bill, Jane, right. Odin, Sheolk, Scar, Magneto, Infinite. So I don't mind the, the top end of this, those sixes. Um so let's, yeah, let's let's try to paint the, paint the picture. Turn one, you got nothing. Let's say you whiff on Spider-Ham. Cool. Turn two, you still got nothing. You whiffed on your stuff. Because this deck, even in the old days, very often, you just did nothing on turns one you and two. You did
1: nothing until turn three. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You just, if you drew the Spider-Ham, you're happy. If you didn't, you're like, I'm going to go Lockjaw or Thor. Sometimes you whiff on both of those and you have to go into Jubilee uh, on four. So, Well, that's that's, really
1: where you just retreat. That's where it's (laughs) it's great. It's Lambie's line. Have you considered retreating?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's say you go Lockjaw on three, and then you're probably hopefully having like a wasp in hand to go like either Thor or uh, Beta on four, Jane on five. You still have the opportunity for those lines of those games where you go Thor, Beta, Jane, Odin. Um, yes, but then all these are just no longer an option, and they can easily clog your hand, right? Or if
1: you don't draw Odin, you could honestly lockjaw and then play a hammer on that True. to try and get a big boy from yeah, the deck, yeah. and you know get the multiple effects. So, and you, you can extra... actually do
0: you can do hammer, uh, like whatever one you want to have be hit twice, depending on the context yeah. of the lane. You can go one of them to dip in, another one to stay, and then if your um. Well, it won't work that way. Damn. Not if it's on the
1: same turn, right?
0: Yeah. You would have to, uh, because you won't be able to hit it with Odin. Yeah. There's also, if you didn't go the route of this lockjaw list, like let's say you're just looking at Thor, Beta, Jane, Odin. There's your core. Four cards right there. That is your core. We're going to bring it along? What are you doing? Long's Just play Unreveil,
1: Wong, Renslayer, Ironheart, um, White Tiger. Maybe you could play like a Wong Zola, and get nasty with the beta rays. Did um, you get the Black
0: Panther Artem Zola backup plan?
1: Oh shoot, shoot, okay. I think we we whiffed. Where did we put um, Grandmaster? All is right, Grandmaster on, Spider-Ham's spot, or does Grandmaster take Jubilee's
0: spot? All right, hold on, hold on. Let's 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 make these. Let's, is Beta in make this yet? Make it
1: interactable for you here.
0: No, he's not in it. So we're going to we're have going we're going in depth deck
1: building, guys. This is going to be so. Here's the thing. I think this deck is going to be solid in terms of the points it can make. I think it's going to be very easy to be able to pick up and play at a decent level. Obviously, there is some significant skill ceiling in understanding the odds of lockjaw and top decking and et cetera, et cetera. But it has a very clear, like I can snap if I'm getting repeated draws of wasp or a hammer. And mm-hmm. I can just retreat if I haven't drawn my early stuff. Like, if you haven't been able to set up either the Lockjaw or the Thor early, you just have a hand of all expensive cards. Just get out of there. Uh, and, and you're going to be fine. You're going to be saving yourself cubes. You do kind of have the She-Hulk as a safety valve of if you've passed a lot, you can just drop her down. But you don't um, really want to be doing that. You need the Lockjaw or the Thor set up early to be able to keep gaming. Uh, um, Black
0: Panther, Arnim Zola. Uh,
1: is this what we're doing? We're doing it. Uh, now I have we, two slots left. We backhanded this deck in the beginning of like this is too cute. It's not actually that good, and here we are.
0: Just play grandmaster. Well, well yeah, grand grandmaster fine. We still need one more card. Uh, what's our curve going like? Two, three, four. This could five, actually be a great
1: six. Nico. Nico Wong is sneaky good.
0: Yeah.
1: Or uh Forge. Forge BP. Dude, yeah.
0: I uh there's one thing I want to fit into this really badly. Um because I love it in Wong Decks. Is there a way we can make it work? Uh, what do you want? I really want uh Iceman Scorpion.
1: Yes, yes. I I mean, it would be drop Zola, if we'd say Zola's too cute. Yeah, you could maybe drop BP. Well, I don't know. Hold on, Zola.
0: Zola seems better now that I'm thinking about it because Zola, you can you can do something as simple as Zola a Thor or a Beta in their own lane, and then you know it's it's Zola first, then your hammers. That way, you hit both on the sides or wherever else they go. So you have two. Like two four twelves.
1: Hold on, you're saying that you're you're playing beta on four. You've already you've the you Renslayer on two, beta on four, Zola on five, and then you Odin multiple hammers all together at the end.
0: Yeah, that that's a possibility, um, yep. or just very simply, even if you don't have Ren, and you just do your, um, you know, you have like a beta, and then on six you just go Odin over your beta, and it's a single lane by itself it splits off into two other lanes where you have multiple betas and then the stormbreaker when it comes down will double both of them so you have just two 412s
1: i mean heck you could play lockjaw in this right you've got ironheart you've got white tiger and you've got hammers and you've got grandmaster like you could just run lockjaw here it gives you no one drop but and it didn't bring in Iceman or Scorpion like you wanted, but still. I'm also yeah. wondering if like a is actually just better than Scorp because you are running both BP and uh, beta ray. But could be.
0: Yeah, this is actually a really funny. Lockjaw list. Yeah. Um
1: Well there does... was what was the deck? there was already like a Renslayer Lockjaw or was it like the Hella deck that would basically only discard a couple things, but then it had White Tiger after the Tiger Spirit buff. Let me look. There was like a there was a deck that had a blip of pretty decent popularity. Maybe it was a cozy video. I don't remember, um, but it was something like that. Locked jaw with the the white tiger. I want to say it was a hello list, but I could oh be crazy the as well. silver samurai hello list. Oh, is that maybe that's what it was? Yeah, it was silver yes, samurai. That sounds right. Ah, silver
0: samurai. Uh, so it was it was uh, let me, uh it had white tiger I ran it it was it was great I it lo- It was I actually quite good. List. It was consistent. Um, it was didn't it have the same one? ceiling
1: as the other decks, but no, uh yeah it looks right.
0: That's kind of close yeah cuz you could discard Jubilee discard white tiger off of Samurai you could hit Iron Man Yeah this this is pretty much it. That's what it looked like. Yeah.
1: Good times man.
0: Last 30 days. Show me the last it always 30 days. Makes you
1: remember the most insane hits that they would get where they go like fishing for hella and then they hit a jubilee that pulls the hella and it's Mm -hmm. like ah come on come on this is it's always the crazy ones that you remember brad i lost eight cubes earlier today to somebody who got living tribunal off of the raft i had him locked out with an eliath play down the lane that he would have needed and just because he had the free tribunal and he played it in the right lane he was able to take eight cubes off of me. I was like, come on.
0: Yep. Yeah, it, it's really rough when uh, when they get a, uh, a six drop that they just perfectly needed.
1: Yeah, because when I play the raft, I get something like, oh, Destroyer, yes, yes,
0: yeah, that's or, what I, how, I wanted. it's uh, just a zero six yeah. at that point.
1: <laughs> no, but no one's destroying things. I mean, even the Infinite is often like, I don't I'm not actually going to play this.
0: Right. Especially if you filled the raft to late, you fill it on yeah. five and you get infinite. Yeah. You're like, oh, thank you so much. That was yeah. exactly what I needed. I uh, play. Yeah. yeah, so this, this, this
1: kind of fun. Kind of fun. Kind of funny. Maybe Beta Ray has two shells he's got on reveal and he's got the high roll lockjaw, all in on lockjaw.
0: Yeah. And like, even if you don't do lockjaw, um, I'm trying to think. The Grandmaster is hard to not do, especially with the Ravona.
1: Just to confirm some fringe interactions, right? If I Absorbing Man Beta Ray, I will get two Stormbreakers, but when I play Stormbreaker, Absorbing Man will not double. Because his name is not Beta Ray. Correct. Correct. And the same thing actually with Iron Lad. Iron Lad, while he takes the text of Beta Ray, will not Gain the name of Beta Ray. Correct,
0: he still is Iron Lad. Okay.
1: Can Dude. we... Can you Moon Girl? Like, there's never time, unless you're playing Magic, to Moon Girl Hammers, is there? Uh... I mean, you could Moon Girl, but like, you'd rather just play Jane. But could you imagine Moon Girl on a hand of hammers? <laughs> All right, hold on.
0: Moon... Girl, well, now we want
1: this. Is just full greed mode right now. Okay, on.
0: Well, we might as well put it in the shell that makes sense. Martyr and uh, Titania. Oh, go fast,
1: yeah. I gotta go fast.
0: Uh, then we can do Thor, uh, Jane Foster as a backup just to grab your stuff. Nico, Nico can duplicate a hammer uh, on Nico a one in seven. Duplicate a hammer, that's fine. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Hold on. Um, what do we typically want with the, I mean, we want magic. Yeah. I feel like we should have magic in this list. Um, what are we doing? (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Hold on. There could be something. Does it
1: become like the She-Hulk drop deck?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah just, that's I was gonna push she hulk. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. You can me.
1: just kind of randomly either get multiple She-Hulks and then Sunspide in here. You can randomly get multiple She-Hulks or randomly get multiple hammers. I like yeah. it.
0: I like it. Hold on. I think we want Zabu.
1: We do have the extra forecast in beta ray now. This
0: is true. Yeah. Is there any other forecast that just for the just for the justification? Shame yeah shang makes sense yeah could also be jubilee um yeah absman is something cute. Oh, shang. werewolf is really funny
1: that's true the hammers the hammers are on reveals brad's oh no is it actually werewolf's time
0: let's see what does this look like it, it can't be this list it can't be this no it, list can, it can't be this list
1: but we might be able to make yet another one here <laughs>
0: All right. If you're watching this, your job is to screenshot as we go. Um, Hold on. Werewolf on Hammer is super interesting. No, don't put Loki Loki in (laughs) here. Let me me abandon this play. Oh, Iron (laughs) Lad.
1: I've drawn a hand of nothing. i Loki. Is it Iron Lad? Sure.
0: Yeah, let's do Iron Lad. That seems... I mean, no, it's Chang. Uh, iron yeah. Lad has like I, I, bad I hits like, all across right. the board. You Iron right. Lad, your
1: Titania, and you just <laughs> retreat.
0: Okay, hold on. This this looks fun.
1: Does it, it ended look up good. It ended up looking very fun. I mean, yeah, you could cut Martyr or Titania and run infinite and uh, I guess
0: I'm I guess the Moon Girl. I'm not gonna do that.
1: You could also just cut magic and run something else competent. I don't know the the Moon Girl decks waffle a little bit on if they're going T seven or if they're
0: stopping T six. Right. So. Okay. What was the okay? There is a third a third option a secret third thing. What, what were you yeah. trying to cook? Werewolf oh, with, the, with werewolf, the hammers. Werewolf. Okay. So we know what we're keeping. Dude. We... Okay. Here it
1: is. It's going to be werewolf it's going to be um, we have the hammers we have jane hitmonkey
0: yes yeah remember when
1: hitmonkey uh, would use thor as the big drop this is like the grown up this is the big daddy version of that Hold hold on hold on because now we have both grandmaster and we have beta ray
0: wait wait we I have a deck for this already
1: dude hitmonkey drop could just like hog up
0: the master junk Kind of. Like, this was already really good.
1: Yeah, copy that, and let's start cutting.
0: Uh, Can I even paste it? Oh, wow. Sweet. Okay. Well, what do we cut for beta? Um, Uh,
1: You write out Sentry, Annihilus. They're gone. We're not running these guys.
0: You're not? Okay, we're not doing that? Okay.
1: Enchantress, gone. Fair. Okay. Now we have to run Beta Ray Bill. Which and is just have to run. Spidey. Yep. <laughs> Can you not select unreleased? Uh card series, maybe? Drop down on card series. No. No wow. Thank you, Untap.gg.
0: that yeah. fan lets me. Yeah, which Snap.fan is a is under the umbrella of Untap, so I don't get why.
1: <laughs> but whatever. You're not using the same tech. <clears throat> Hit monkey. Mysterio, then. Probably. The problem is that we can never run Bast, but.
0: I think the I think a problem I'm seeing is this Mobius doesn't seem very yeah, good Mobius now. Yeah, Mobius
1: cuts. Zab, uh, is it Zabu or is it Renslayer? Is I, I it really cutting? think
0: I really think Zabu into Werewolf or Spidey is or sorry uh, Beta is really good.
1: It's actually pretty important.
0: I think it might be okay because when I was playing, when I was playing this version, the Zabu into Werewolf felt like one of the best things you could be doing.
1: Then last card, Grandmaster. This, this is the deck. I think it's arrived. Hit monkey, drop like a chad.
0: Hood isn't really applicable anymore. We got to switch Hood out. Sure. Because we're not bouncing Hood back to hand. How do we ever get rid of the negative three?
1: Yeah, yeah. We could probably cut him for almost anything else. That could be...
0: What's a... Maybe Iceman? Can just be another... uh, Iceman, Forge. Forge is fine. Bast is bad. Uh, Yeah,
1: we can't run Bast. It could be any kind of the one drop control... It could be, we already have Mysterio, right? Right. I mean, heck you, Electra's been kind of creeping as a competent card.
0: I kind of like the idea of our one drops being just like annoy your opponent.
1: What if it's not even a one drop? What if you just add, um... what was I thinking of?
0: The only I thing mean, I you think could go for like...
1: location interaction here. You could run the um, the Quake. Gosh. You could run Shadow True. King as control, right. because this final turn is Hitmonkey, Stormbreaker, hopefully Mjolnir, Mysterio, and then you have one more. I don't know. That's where I like Renslayer, of letting you play Grandmaster with all that at the end. But, yeah, I mean, is not going to discount that much else in the deck, so... Right. Probably a Zabu. Do you run Sarah? Like, you play Jane or Sarah? Or did, was it always just Jane?
0: It was... I mean, well, the difference of the other version is you had the backup of, like, the Sentry and Isla stuff instead of Jane on five, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, in the junk version of the deck. But I'm saying when the Hitmonkey drop was, like, a deck for three seconds. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um... I can't remember though if they ran Sarah or not. I feel like they didn't.
0: No, they didn't because it, it topped out at Jane. Because remember, yeah. you had both Wasp and Yellow Jacket. You had Luke Cage as an option. It was also doing the Kitty Pride Angela stuff as well. Oh, and it was doing um, uh, Elsa. It was Elsa stuff too.
1: Oh, uh, you know this was, that this was, this was, was a big that was, that was a big part of its power, wasn't that it? That was
0: Glenn's Cheerios deck.
1: You could run Kitty.
0: It doesn't feel as good anymore, though. I mean, if. No, it if, doesn't. Kitty, Angela, Elsa, I think is still powerful enough in a package together, but, like, it doesn't feel like it fits with everything that's happening right now. I mean, you'd have to cut Werewolf completely at that point.
1: Yeah, I like the Werewolf angle. I do. So this might be it. You, of course, do have some flexibility here, but, like, your core. Of like werewolf, Thor, Beta Ray, Jane. Because I mean, even if you're just going like, like if you play werewolf last turn, right? You don't hit Hit Monkey, but then you have the two free cards and two on reveal one costs. You are moving werewolf four times, Mm -hmm. right? That's a four twelve, and you added on the Thor and you added on the Beta Ray, so. I mean, you are looking pretty solid, right? Well, you are also gonna have Yellow Jacket. That's another move. I forgot about him.
0: Right? Uh, yeah, this looks promising. It actually does, right? Like, who? I am almost a little sus on Mysterio of because like, really,
1: though, he's just so strong with the monkey. I know it's
0: so strong with the monkey, and, I, and like, I am not gonna change anything now. I think this is like you you test it, and if it works, it works. You can figure out from there, but like. I wouldn't be surprised if Mysterio ends up just being like you'd rather it was something else. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Okay, but it's like you could hit Monkey Mysterio on five, and then you can Grandmaster the Monkey Mm -hmm. on six with like more stuff. So yeah, but you could you could try it without Mysterio. Like I don't. I'm by no means the uh, the master at this list in specific. So I just think that Mysterio is definitely worth consideration. But yeah, without um, because it's not on reveal. Uh, and without Elsa buffing all of it, right, and really a, a necessity of filling the board, you could look
0: elsewhere. Right. Remember when Thor was a four-drop?
1: Yeah. Now they just made Beta Ray. They were like, the big brother is back. I mean, heck, you could run a bounce mechanic. You could run Falcon mm-hmm. or Beast, but... but Bouncing Hammers? I feel like, I feel like if
0: you do... But I feel like if you go into the balanced territory of Beast and Falcon, you're not doing werewolf.
1: Oh, I was gonna say you keep it, but maybe you you could cut werewolf, I guess, and then well, yeah. like if you w- drew if you got a hammer draw early and you could beast it back into hand, I mean that's pretty dirty
0: well, because my thinking is like if you did like this is what I would envision like the bounce version for the most part. Like this is what I imagined the true bounce one would be, yeah, like you just cut the zabu and werewolf because the the power you're sacrificing with the werewolf you can gain back of multiple hit monkeys and stuff and like that because of the beast and Falcon kind of stuff going on, or like yeah. the, or just like keep annoying your opponent with like Iceman and spider ham if they if you see them play the pig or whatever,
1: right. I mean, or you could move away from those into the Forge. Um, Yeah, exactly. The Forge Hawkeye package that just keeps on making stats.
0: Right, that's the other thing, which I do like that too. Yeah.
1: You just keep on cultivating. This is like, it's surprising when there are so many cards that are hand buff cards that this is like, feels more like a hand buff archetype to play Mm -hmm. stuff like Forge Hawkeye and then use Falcon and Beast to cultivate this really powerful hand and then you drop it at the end. Right, this actually I think the previous version's a little bit better, um, but either of these could be incredibly funny.
0: I mean, Grandmaster on something as simple as Hawkeye in the end game, yeah. sure, right was Hawkeye say specifically uh next turn or is it just next turn uh, it like...
1: does actually say next turn you'd have to like yeah. set it up kind of mid gamey.
0: I wish he and rescue just said the next card that way you can go. At once in Ooh, a single turn. To
1: be a huge buff, but yeah. All
0: right, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to do some uh, some beta ray Bill gaming.
1: Same. It's gonna be a great stream. We'll be we'll be chowing down on that as soon as it releases. I saw you've been uh, streaming on the the Twitch versus Well Brad.
0: Yes, I that have. have.
1: Have I just been missing it before, or is this a bit of a new pickup?
0: Uh, It's... I would stream periodically before, but, like, it's been, like, the last maybe month that I've really been going all in, Uh, and, like, Monday through Friday, like, around 11.30 Eastern a.m. Nice. Is pretty much when I'm... And I usually... Anywhere between, like, five and eight hours is what I'm streaming for. Usually, I'll stop around, like, 5 p.m., but, like, if uh, if I got, you know, twist drops, I've been going a bit longer... Kind of feels how the yep. vibe is, but yeah, it's been great. I, I've been been loving it. It's uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun.
1: Noise, noise. I I feel like we're agreed. Like Beta Ray Bill is, uh, if you have been budgeting, a must acquire. Like compared to other stuff releasing around it. Obviously, if you don't like any of the decks we theory crafted, like you could right. skip him because he doesn't have the broad application of some of these other cards. And I don't see future applications that will be any different. It's like, it's the Hit Monkey drop deck. And it's Lockjaw or just like on Reveal, but on Reveal feels, I don't know, maybe even a little vanilla. Um, it's like those two decks. So if you play those two decks, you got to get them.
0: It's also looking ahead to next month and budgeting accordingly yeah. that regard. This is a very strong month. It, it's, it's almost like there's an argument to be made that like you might want all of these. <laughs> like there is an argument.
1: Well, it's I, also, like, one of the most... So, their abilities are not the most thematic, but in terms of, like, collecting the Black Legion, like, it's super cool true. how they put all of these releasing together. They have great art. They touch on a couple of different archetypes, but a little bit more heavily on Discard, for some reason. Um, yep. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, what we can close out the episode with is, uh, well two things one looking forward to ota slash patch early next month predictions we have ota next week and a patch the week following yeah and then of course we also have an announcement so first things first we'll do the announcement because we got to give you your veggies before you get your dessert we launched a patreon you can go ahead and find us at can't stop uh, patreon slash can't stop snapping if you look on our twitter account you can see it Uh, as the pinned uh, tweet, as well as the amazing as well as uh, the uh, link in our bio. Right now we have two tiers. There's just the, you know, the general like here to help, like just support the show tier. It's five bucks. um, And that one gets you early access to episodes. So a day or two early prior to them going live. Um, And then the second tier is 10 bucks. And currently it's the same thing, but We have the capabilities in the way that we record our podcast. I can share a link to join in like a room to watch us record if that's something that you would be interested in. And that's what it's offered right there. Of course, we are open to, we want to do more things. We want to offer more things and more like stuff along those tiers. So it's up to you guys to kind of give us some ideas in addition to what Teddy and I will be talking about what we can add, what you want to see, what you would want to give your support for. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So like I said, we're, Patreon a, we're a smaller, can't stop smaller,
1: tighter community. So you guys can really take advantage of extra interactivity that we have time to be able to do. Right. So if you guys have input on things that you would like to see, or for the, the, few pe- the people that join us live, we imagine it's going to be a fairly small group. If that, if that happens that we would be able to incorporate Um some interaction there
0: right and like i guess there's some unwritten stuff i I might update but like q a and stuff like that if you're a part of the patreon and you have a question for us to you know answer on the cast you pretty much get first dibs at us answering yeah. those questions that kind of thing um also if you have any questions in general you want us to ever answer on the cast by the way teddy's discord uh is a great way to put them in um i know you're gonna put a mailbag section in i don't know if you did or not but yeah, uh, maybe I believe
1: we've... I've got that up.
0: Also, should we make a Discord for the Patreon is the other thing. Should there be a Patreon Discord of just like that's another thing for the five DAR? You join you get access to the to a Patreon. I don't think we're probably we're that's further down the line potentially. Um yep. maybe we can start with like a channel that are private in Teddy's Discord, and if we ever get big enough, we can expand into our own Patreon. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, we're, we're starting this fresh. We want to hear your feedback. We want to hear what you want us to do. But it's exciting nonetheless. And, of course, the other thing is, what do you have, Teddy? What are your predictions? What, like, do you think there's going to be anything that people need for, or I guess the game needs, for buffs as, as far as that is concerned? Uh, any nerfs you want to see?
1: I'm good on the nerfs so far. After Blob got hit, feels like things have opened up a lot into a much more healthy space. I really, I'm imagining that we're just going to see bottom feeders get elevated. Um, mm-hmm. It was bandied around in last episode to see the forecast Valkyrie. I would like to see Valkyrie get some love. It feels like right now, one of the, the interactions that I'm least happy with is uh, Kyera versus Shang. Because Shang is still just, like, the best control card, and so people run him and hope they don't have Kayera, or hope that they pop it on an initiative flip, and so, like, that's, like, the one thing where if we got some more, like, some more love on the Shadow King or the Valkyrie side to allow people to diversify, I would be happy to see it, but otherwise, just, like, let move, have a little bit more, I know there are some decks that are doing well with, like, Tribunal and um, Phoenix Forest-type tricks, but... I uh, keep on wanting to see Heimdall come down to a 5 cost, and I would love it.
0: Love it. I'm trying to look and see like, if there's any like top decks that I can see. Um, hmm. I don't know. Like, there's not much. Discard,
1: to... <sighs> Discard needs something, but obviously they're getting Corvus Grave and Proxima Midnight coming up right. next season, so I think they have to wait for those releases and the dust settle before we touch anything over there on the APOC Discard world um yeah
0: there's nothing i see that stands out of like you need to adjust this like on the downswing like a nerf or something no. um no. i have been pleasantly surprised by the way by this jessica jones change of seeing her pop oh, up yeah. in the list and actually be good because she's no, a four nine. Her. she's a four yeah. nine now she's the she's the peak of what you want your forecast to be to get underneath shang chi um yep. I it's crazy that the classic you know uh pool one storm the Jessica Jones is now playable in collection 3000 plus well beyond yeah. pool 3 That's that's wild to me so yeah, I don't see much in the in the realm of like nerfs
1: no maybe so, patriot could get a little buff that's an archetype that's been Popular throughout vast seasons, but now has really fallen out of favor.
0: It's tough because, like, what do you do? Like, you can't buff yeah. Patriot himself, um, because he already gives plus two to everything, and like it plus we, we've we know the difference of being plus two and plus three is astronomical. Look at Elsa, look at Surfer. Yeah, yeah. Like these right. these cards are just like that. That jump is astronomical at that point. Now, I suppose. The difference, though, and maybe why I could see Patriot be plus three. Maybe you have to make him a three zero, but then it makes negative Patriot better. Um, like, what if Patriot was like a either a two cost?
1: Oh, or... make Patty the two cost, and then you have uh, Mystique stays as she is. Yeah. I mean, I keep waiting for, like, Renslayer Patriot to make sense, but everything else in the... Renslayer Patriot might already make sense because you have Tiger Spirit.
0: I don't know. A Mystique, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandmaster could be oddly interesting in that because of, like, these, like, Brood and, like, Mr. Sinister to, like, move them and add another clone somewhere or another Broodling
1: yeah, like an unrevealed patriot deck, and then you could do. Just,
0: then you could play surfer, just to head like just have do classic patriot you, surfer. You could,
1: but see, listen, like if I see someone trying to do this against me, I will snap, like right, uh, regardless right. of my hand or the locations, like if I see someone try and play this, I'm going to snap against them because I'm going to assume that I'm that much favored. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly where you would try and land the tweaks, Ultron. It's just oh, yeah. It's a fine line of being yeah. like Ultron's too interesting. oppressive or not. What if
0: what if Ultron made uh, two twos? Yeah, or one two, so they still get hit by Killmonger, right? Yeah, they yeah. Buff the the. Uh... Or Kazar, right? So
1: that way you have the one.
0: one yeah, two. yeah. I, I'm, I'm talking about like counters, not just uh, interactions yeah. of like the the positive side. Okay, yep. I do have one. I do have one that I think could probably use it and people are going to hate me for this, I think Galactus is deserving of a buff. Who? I think Galactus probably could go back to a 6-7 like he was not too long ago, because if you look at what happened with him being a 6-7, it, uh, it, he was nerfed around the time that original Eliath existed. And now that yeah. original Eliath is gone, because the, here's the issue. Him being a 6 7 helps with him going off in the first place, right? Additionally, the Galactus deck kind of wants to get priority prior to him even flipping. So, like, let's say you play Wave on three. If you have, yeah. like, you know, like Sunspot, Medusa, or whatever, you, like something that can have, generate a decent enough power do we have priority going into turn four, him flipping, he's going to go off regardless, right? There's yep. no question about what his power needs to be. On the other side, though, is when he does flip and everything, all the dust settles, the chance of your opponent calling out where the Galactus is going to go, because, let's be honest, it's usually pretty telegraphed. They might yeah. play something big enough because you waved, of course. You gave them the opportunity to play a 6-drop of their own if they have it. The odds of them having priority after everything flips, even if he's a 6-7, is pretty high. Like, Especially in my experience of trying to play Galactus yeah. try to play something even today so now Eliath is not only like it's just not as good because before if you play Galactus and you're losing priority you could still play Eliath and kill all their stuff even when they're flipped first in the old version you don't have that opportunity anymore you have to have priority and the flip side Eliath can be used against Galactus after priority is uh, regained by the other person you know, yeah, like yeah. So... I would, um,
1: I would take it slow at first. Bring him up to the six six because the junk Galactus does exist, where you can throw just so much into a lane and then come mm-hmm. in with the Galactus. And honestly, it can be a little bit stealthy because it's such a low percentage play rate. Um, but I've had enough of a palate cleanser that getting Galactus into a slightly higher meta share. I would be okay with. He's also getting that amazing comic book cover variant very soon. Yes, so letting him breathe a little bit and let people show off that variant would be pretty cool.
0: I mean, the numbers aren't horrible, but they're not very great either.
1: Yeah, especially um, if it comes as a preemption to a full Kang rework in a patch down the line, dude. Can as we they're get just that like, on You this know, patch? revitalizing the big bads—that could be really cool
0: yeah kang still being a big bad like uh, like i I, okay i gotta see what the top kang deck is i need to know (laughs) because i frankly uh, forget about i've seen
1: it it's like actually the thor it's a junk list uh, it's a junk list weird i could have sworn i saw a couple repeat plays from different players of this like thor kang deck because he thins Actually, like, pretty consistent, like, more consistently, and so then you're running a truly 11-card deck with Thor Lockjaw kind of stuff.
0: I'm not seeing any Thor. All right. And, and I'm on blinked, the last 30 days, gone. not even the previous uh, patch.
1: Clearly it didn't stick.
0: It did not. Yeah, the top Kang deck is apparently junk. Uh, I guess that's interesting for, like, the mirror or so. He's I don't
1: just, know. He's so lackluster as he is.
0: I I like Kang. Like I think his his ability is super unique and interesting and really cool. It's just the fact that they like. It, do you think it'd be as simple as like giving him a guaranteed you draw a card, no matter what? Yeah, would be enough. Right. That's the
1: thing. Is like his ability is reciprocal. His real ability is that on the offhand chance on the off game where you play him, the turn you draw him, you draw something else to thin the deck. Like that's his actual ability. (laughs) Right. And true. You get to see what the opponent has while you don't show what you have. So that can play into snapping, but (sighs) it feels like his main ability is the deck thinning. Do you think it'd be enough
0: for him to, to gain that? Just as a guarantee, you draw a card doesn't have to be drawn that turn.
1: Um, it could be the guaranteed draw. Yeah, I think that would actually be enough to get him in there. But then does and, uh, he does be... he
0: become a card that's tried to be fit into every single deck, a la Chavez, at that point? Because I mean, it's maybe not like that Crystal. is kind of it's
1: it's taking the idea of of Chavez. I saw one comment of liking the idea of giving him a Guardians of the Galaxy power that if. You flip Kang and he has the same ability, but if the opponent played across from him, like if you can guess what to play across from he would either debuff those cards on the next turn or he would increase their cost. I think increasing the cost is probably too strong, but just like a little debuff to their cards. What so it's if it's like, to? I predicted to... you would play here and on the rematch, I will be stronger kind of thing.
0: What if it's like a, like a pseudo Gene Grey where they have to go back to that same spot?
1: Oh, he would lock the cards in his lane to have to go back there. while you could... only
0: if you call out where they played in the first place. Like yeah, the exactly. Of the it's only thing. in his lane,
1: right? If the opponent plays a card in the Kang lane, they would have to maintain that play, but they could rearrange anywhere but then, else. Now on the board.
0: that that enters the realm of like the toxicity that they don't want people to like, is like it reminds you of Spider-Man or Professor X in a way. Like, you still right, have to locked. beat what they play, but you know you're locked right. into that.
1: Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's kind of on the element. Yeah, his his abilities are so game warping and like out of the box from other card effects. It's like it, it flirts with being blatantly overpowered or never played.
0: Yep. All yep. right. Well, well, we'll find out next week uh, with the OTA. We'll probably we'll let's try to we'll try to do a, our next episode on the day of the OTA um, yep. being announced so that we can. Obviously, talk about it correctly, maybe the day after being Friday. Um, but yeah, until then, Teddy, take us away. Don't stop snapping. Bye bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Can't Stop Snapping is a podcast hosted and produced by Brad Sefert and Teddy Ninja. Originally created by Michael Thurman.